at least Rinka King was only an hour. Yeah. And that was awful. Inclu- that was funny. Yeah. Inclu- this is just shit. <laughs> this, this is the sort of thing, like, if you see a nan shit herself, you'd be like, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> you compared a wrestling show to seeing a nan shit themselves. Yes. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Was, Fuck it, let's go. That's done. End of pod. Let's go home. <laughs> Minus five stars. Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy Tax Williams. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm very well, sir. We firstly, let's just go. We've got a new camera. We don't know how to quite set them up yet, so I look like really blue, and Tax looks like really nicely tanned right now. I'm bronzing but- nicely. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're about 15 minutes late starting the pod. Because I was bronzing. No. <laughs> Like the young bucks over like tanning yeah. backstage yeah but yeah i'm good man how are you yeah i'm very good um so obviously we weren't here last week because uh you had a birthday did you have a nice Indeed. day i had a lovely time i mean i was had flu as you will find out on the super quiz cup 2 when that gets released because uh, i'd flew the whole way through the recording of it it was beautiful so uh we spent a lot of time just chilling i think we got taco bell oh very nice oh classy as anything you know but yeah uh, it was nice i've had one taco bell in my life when i was driving between um nashville and memphis and it's Ooh. the most rank thing i've ever eaten <laughs> it was disgusting i can highly recommend the one on Lakeside. it's lovely please give me free food yeah <laughs> um and also so obviously we've had a, a quite a busy week and a half since we were last on pod so yeah, for sure i've had an scpw show um we've been on owe on nothing else on tv where apparently we've had twenty two thousand views of some of the english commentary incredible stuff man but where did you go on well where were you what were you involved in <laughs> On Monday evening of this week. So uh, on Monday, uh, well, a few days before Monday, we got an e- um, a message on the Facebook account, wasn't it? Yeah. Going, hello, I'm Dan from ESPN. Would you like to come on our podcast? <laughs> Clang, ESPN. Just drop that just, ESPN thing there, you know. <laughs> just didn't glaze over that. So, oh, just ESPN, no big deal. Yeah. And so I was a guest on the, what do they call it? Head in the, the Game head podcast. In the game. Thank you very much. The Head in the Game podcast on ESPN radio. Which was an experience, to say the least. Like, SoCal Val was there in studio. Oh, really? And oh, so cool. I got to chat with SoCal Val, which is pretty awesome, because nice. I've always admired her work and stuff in the business. She's always you know? been really good as well and when she was in TNA, and the stuff she did with World of Sport as well was really, really good. Yeah, so, for sure. And always comes across as really nice, genuinely, genuinely nice lady. And as um, this gets released on Monday coming up, so oh, okay. we'll share it across yeah, the media, of course. assuming I'm still on it, they haven't just completely cut me out, <laughs> which is would be understandable. Uh, <laughs> but My, my favourite part of the message that came through is was when it read the... Uh, we want a really entertaining, knowledgeable, fun wrestling fan. Rich, are you available? <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> like, mate. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dude. So I have to be more fun, informative, and entertaining. <laughs> ah, mate, you are, inevitably. But the, the reason I actually asked them, would you like both on, like, you know, the podcast yeah. stuff to come on your pod? Because I think we work well together. Yeah. We do a podcast every week. I'm much comf- more comfortable with you here. <laughs> Trust me. Like, um... And they were just like, no, no, we want a fan's perspective. And I understood why yeah. as soon as they announced me. Because they were like, oh, it's now time for our super fan segment. <laughs> super fan, and I was like, yes. Wait, am I the super fan? <laughs> I haven't watched the product for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. Whatever you do. I did watch Raw and SmackDown leading up to this to I make sure it. that I like paid attention somewhat. But I was going to say, research your product. The temptation to immediately be like, you know, I hate WWE, right? <laughs> and most of what they stand for. <laughs> but I didn't. I was very uh, diplomatic about it, I think is the best way to put it. Um, I would say, well, judge for yourself. Have a listen on Monday. See what you think about it. I think that's why they got other podcasts in, because we're meant to promote it, right? Yeah, the yeah right definitely. Good stuff. Okay. But the line of questioning wasn't exactly much forethought put into it. You know, there was lots of... what. All right, so this is the best question I got the whole time. Okay, I'm sorry, Rachel, to throw you under the bus. He's one of the hosts. Uh, but she asked me, 
I'm paraphrasing, obviously, because I didn't record it stupidly. I should have recorded it. But she asked me, what happens when a good person gets in the ring? I was like, um, they, they, get, get, they get cheered. <laughs> <laughs> and she literally went, she prefaced it going, this might be an obvious question. I'm like, yeah, that was quite an obvious question. Then they asked me, who's your favorite wrestler? And I'm like, oh, wow, you put a lot of thought into these questions. You listen to all my podcasts to research who I was and what I knew and stuff, you know? <laughs> Clearly, they they understand the concept, though, because if you're supposed to be on as a super fan, mm. they're probably expecting, what does a good guy get in the ring? Well, I think they'd come in, they'd get a bit of offense on, and then, and then they'd get beaten down, but they'd get a bit of shine, and they'd get a cut off. I think they wanted, you know, 12-year-old wrestling nerd, and they ended up with 33-year-old, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. bedag- <laughs> just I don't know, disillusioned fan me, you know what I mean? What do you get when a good guy enters the ring? Well, I can't book a face, so nothing, <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> That's what's going through my head the whole time. And I'm like, no, 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 put over people you like and stuff. What's your favourite, who's your favourite wrestler? Well, that must be either Cena or Roman Reigns. Yeah, of course, yeah, because, you know, that's what I meant to think as a wrestling fan. But genuinely, it was in, great. in all seriousness, yeah. it, it's really nice that clearly people from ESPN are recognising some of the stuff that we do to have us on. Again, I know it's like we're very critical of WWE on this pod, not earlier WWE stuff, we've covered we're critical of the stuff that needs to be critical we're positive about the stuff that needs to be positive you know as we get ready to watch 10 hours of wrestlemania (laughs) should we jump on today's show yeah 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 so today talking about being positive (laughs) we're doing five star wrestlings live from belfast show and it is our 30th numbered episode number 30 that's where the last one's in the rumble so we're less likely to win nice love it more oh i guess it's less likely isn't it don't give me a handful of if only we'd made this joke during the rumble pod we'd have been all right so five star wrestling um originally was a company who developed and made wrestling video games i did not know that okay so they had a run of video games before i will they- preface this i watched this show and tolerated it just about because it's fucking terrible <laughs> but like i did not do any research because i did not give a fuck about this company okay so Go they on. started off by making video games yeah which received lukewarm receptions there are a couple of game mags that rated some of their games maybe seven out of ten eight out of ten i think sort of um one the of- ones they paid for you mean yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I think it was like five star regenesis and things like that. And My have- band has a rock star seven out of ten review, and the <laughs> yeah. label blatantly paid yeah. for it. Like, <laughs> good well, shout out to ISIS. Iris. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not ISIS. <laughs> Jesus. No, ISIS is also an instrumental band who played and toured with Mono, so their career is clearly down. But anyway, carry on, carry let's on, move on. Um, but they had like parody wrestlers, so it'd be like Huck Hogan and stuff well, like ISIS. that. ISIS. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, brother. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Um, but but again, they weren't great video games. But they started promoting. Yeah. So they had a big show in the UK where they crowned uh, John Morrison as their first champion in 2016, where he beat AJ Styles. Right. Then in 2017, they got a lot of publicity because they were the ones who were offering CM Punk a million dollars to come and join in their 128-person tournament. Right. Okay. Which never happened. <laughs> Yeah, understandably, with judging um, by this. And this th- sounds so alien to what I saw on this show. <laughs> and then when they were going to start to... So they announced they basically booked out, they booked all these arenas um, at the tail end of 2017, and they were going to go on tour. At this time, PCW was in negotiations with Free Sports to go and have weekly TV with them. Right, yeah. And then the guy who runs Five Star sort of went behind Steve Flutter's back and went under there going, but look at these arenas we've got. And so they cut off negotiations with PCW and went and went with Five Star. Okay. Do you want me asking how you know all this? 
uh, through through media coverage and also through people who work in PCW. Okay, good stuff because I pay a fuck all attention to this sort of thing okay. unless it's like good. <laughs> and also there was a little bit of beef because PCW's main commentator slash booker Greg Lambert, who we all love, Greg we Lambert love for the fucking win, yeah. the only highlight of this whole fucking show. I might spot it out at this point. I won't make my comment now until later. But, it's okay. Um, obviously I mean, he, he had his shitty moments, but yeah. Greg Lambert is Greg Lambert. He's a ledge. But Greg Lambert obviously <coughs> might fall a little bit foul of going. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go and work on TV with these guys on free sports. Yeah, yeah. So they announced these shows. They booked a lot of talent. Originally in 2017, they booked talent and then cancelled all their shows. Okay. So people missed bookings. That's not good. Yeah. And obviously no one got paid. I saw a lot of people bitching about this on Twitter, like actual pro wrestlers going, yeah. don't work for this company. They fucked me out of money, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So then they came back and Morrison was still their champ. Right. They did uh, They did one extra show on Channel 5. Uh-huh. Um, which featured, I think, Carlito against Morrison in the main event, and Morrison retained the five-star championship. On Channel 5? On Channel 5. So they had live wrestling on Channel 5 in 2017. Just a one-off show. Just one show. Yeah. Great. Um, I assume they probably went, we're called Five Star. You've got a channel called Five Star? I mean, if that... (laughs) Yep, fine. Let's call the whole thing off. (laughs) Sorry, I'm a bit ill still. Um, And then, obviously, they started their live TV tapings, uh, well, sorry, not even tapes, their live shows um, early 2018. Okay, yeah. So their first live show was crap. <laughs> they had really bad cutaways, they had loads of audio issues, and the one thing that I noticed... These were live as well, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, and a lot of... I mean, for example, I know me and a lot of the SCPW guys, we watched it, we wanted to support it, because obviously if there's a TV channel, there's more places for boys to work and make money. Yeah. Important to keep an eye on it. This is the thing, when we've mentioned it on the pod in the past, whenever we've mentioned Five Star, you've been like... <laughs> Oh, but it's another place to go. It's another place to work. It's good for the boys and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, and I I haven't heard anything. That those talents on the show never got paid, but certainly if they're booked for a six month run and they only do three. Obviously, there's going to be beef, and there's other people who've taken the slots. It's like imagine being employed on like you know a six month contract, and you get like three paydays. You'd yeah. be fucking furious, you know. Yeah, exactly. Any other job. But this show was, I believe, the last show. They five started definitively was the last show because they were due to be going to Aberdeen the following week. Right now, the Belfast show, which we're covering today, was during the Beast from the East, the massive snowstorm. We're not talking Bam Bam here, no, because that would have made the show brilliant. (laughs) Bam Bam had popped up, and I would have popped so fucking hard. But so they um they struggled to get talent. They struggled to get fans into the arena. I'm trying so hard to hold back. (laughs) They certainly fucking struggled, yeah. I tell you what I did find interesting as well, though. Some of the wrestlers who were available to be booked on this show couldn't make it. Yet Del Rio flew from Madrid. (laughs) (laughs) There was a few moments like that. And I was like, wait, how did this guy get here when all this lot couldn't? Like, hmm, it's suspected. Very suspect, you know. Why can't Swagger get here? And he's he's actually only down the road just outside of Belfast. Was oh, he? No, I don't think he oh, was. Okay. <laughs> so um, imagine if he was like in the pub next door and he's like, can't make it. It's too snowy, boys. I'm having a pint. So the um the card starts, the, the video we we're watching on YouTube, so you can watch it on YouTube. Just type in Five Star Wrestling Belfast and you can watch the whole... Th- I wouldn't bother. You can, if you really want to, <laughs> you can watch the whole three and a half hours debacle that we watched, which included a four-match pre-show and I think a three-match main card. I mean, this brings me to my first point of the whole thing and that usually, all right, we watch a lot of shit wrestling, okay? I have watched a lot of shit wrestling personally out of choice because I find (laughs) it hilarious, okay? 
Like, we go to some terrible British wrestling shows and stuff. Not the ones we mentioned in the past, but other people outside yeah. that we won't mention, which are a disaster. There's 20 people in the crowd. There's 50 empty seats, whatever it may be. But I have the best time ever because it's British wrestling. You have some talented guys, and there'll always be at least one match that you give a shit about. Yeah. You know, and there's some terrible stuff, which is hilarious and all this sort of thing. And I would recommend people go and watch those shows and those companies, right? I would never, ever, in a million fucking years, recommend this show to anyone. Do not bother, okay? I came out of this show furious at professional wrestling. I can imagine that there are some trainee shows up and down the country in front of 12 people that have a higher quality of in-ring action and, and production value. And booking and everything <laughs> yeah. else. Because they're not trying to be something they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing as well that gets with the booking, we'll get for it through the card, you have a lot of people on the show doing talking. Oh, we can't book any of our wrestlers. Why don't you have them wrestle? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Right? I mean, there's one guy I'm glad didn't wrestle. <laughs> Let's jump into it, okay? So it's the 1st of March, 2018. We're broadcasting live on Free Sports. The attendance, this is according to Cage Match, right? Is 180 people. SEPW draw more than that regularly. <laughs> yeah. like our local company, like in Folkestone, okay? Come see SEPW, SEPW.co.uk. You'd love it. Okay? So. I counted the people that I could see in attendance, okay? <laughs> and it generously, I'm giving it 150, okay? That's very kind of you. Because obviously the th other 30 WWE, oh, I can't start, it's the back backstage. <laughs> the back staff and the wrestlers, they've included yeah. in the 180. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're in the SS Arena in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Yes, you heard me correctly. The SSRE Arena. Those giant fucking arenas that see 11,000 people. <laughs> 11,000! They've got 180. Over 10%. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 10% would be 1,000. Yep, that's bad maths. It's, over 1%. Over 1%. 1%. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I can understand. EC3 wants his gimmick back. He's the top 1%. <laughs> because of the storm, some people haven't made it, right? There's no way they had 10,500 to 10,890 people or whatever that didn't make it because of a storm. Like, they sold yeah. fuck all tickets for this show. Which is why this company folded. Absolutely. The, the best show that Five Star did, and I watched the whole run... I say I watched the whole run. Why? I, Why I did you watch this? Because it's better than self-harm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best show they did was down in Plymouth. And that's because they actually had a hometown born there with Eddie Ryan. Eddie Ryan's hometown, and yeah. And it was a smaller arena and people packed it out. Oh, it's almost like, you know, working to your size of your company. Like, with ambition, you can have, like, a couple of thousand. But booking an 11,000-seater arena... Yeah, even if you just... What the fuck are they thinking? I mean, for example, like, Progress when they booked Wembley Arena, they tarped off the parts they knew they weren't going to sell, yeah. and it felt an intimate 5,000 capacity venue. Everyone was snug in it. And it felt gigantic. Yeah, absolutely right? rammed. That's half the capacity of this fucking venue. Well, we'll get to it when we get to Mr. Linsky <laughs> during the opening pre-show uh, match. So we are indeed watching this on YouTube, as you said. Weirdly, this is on the Scotsman YouTube channel. Did you notice this? Yes. Okay, so... As far as, firstly, they're verified on YouTube, so they've got the little blue tick, all right? It seems to be, if you look through their other videos, an amateur Scottish news slash tourism YouTube yep. channel. 
what the fuck is wrestling doing on this channel? Can you explain this to me in any way? All I can think of that they had no other platform that wanted to show this shit. Because even Twitch probably kicked it off. Did Joe Hendry sell it to them or something? I think so. Because that's the only Scottish connection I can think of on this show. And Grado's been on previous shows. Oh, okay. So they saw the name Grado and they're like, oh, that's Scottish. We'll have it. Him, Ali McCoist. We've nailed it. They're our stars. <laughs> what? Why is this? Why is this on this channel? And uh, this was this the pre-show was broadcast on Twitch and on Facebook oh, okay. and on YouTube. Good stuff. Before the live the live broadcast went through. But as we saw Fuck on the me. opening part of this YouTube video, is that obviously due to the snow and they were waiting for people to come in, the start of the show was delayed by twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Good stuff. Britrest. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously the queues outside it's like a mania queue. That's why, you know, sometimes at pre- like the pre-show matches, the <laughs> arenas are empty. At WWE. the Sunlife Stadium, yeah, but they couldn't get people in fast enough, so Miz is doing this pre-show for like ten people. Yeah, you know? so this is the SSE <laughs> Arena. Of course, it was. <laughs> Except everyone just couldn't just, get in; they went home. Those people didn't turn up. And <laughs> couldn't get there. <laughs> so we start with a generic holding screen, okay, and shitty generic new metal wrestling type music. Uh, Belfast Wrestling will start at six forty-five. Nothing about five star on the actual holding screen. Just Belfast Wrestling. Good stuff. They took uh, they took over the uh, string out of Rev Pro later on. It was international professional wrestling. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So a list of the channels this show is on is also on display. This is broadcast on Freeview, Sky, Freesat, Talk Talk TV, and BT TV. And fuck all the people are watching it on any of those platforms. <laughs> so 24 minutes of the same bastard song on repeat. We are machines. It was, fucking it was like a teenager terrible. who first bought a CD player and bought one CD single and just played it on loop and didn't even listen to the B-sides. 24 fucking minutes. And you didn't cut this out at the beginning of the broadcast. I'm so glad I picked this version of the video to send you to watch. If you go to YouTube, <laughs> right? If you own your YouTube channel, you can go there and use the YouTube editor to cut out chunks right why not just cut out the first 24 minutes when you go to watch this on youtube it starts on the fucking wrestling because clearly the editor on the scotsman youtube channel just has got better <laughs> things to do than just cut off this pointless they've obviously just uploaded it and be like fuck it no one will watch it <laughs> you go that'll do <laughs> oh it's dire <coughs> already already just seeing the intro when you sent me a message and said three and a half hours long <laughs> oh no and i said to you don't worry <laughs> Thank God for the advert breaks, but we'll get there in a second. So, um, blah, 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 blah. The whole thing immediately reeks of mediocrity. I'm just like, just no, just get this away from me. Anyway, uh, so we open on a wide shot of the ring. Big mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the arena is empty as fuck. Opposite the hard cam has 12 people sitting there in the front three rows. Okay. 12 people in three rows. And the lovely Belfast taxi advertising board in the background. Oh, they were gorgeous, yeah. So they, they obviously didn't think they'd be on show because they'd have fans sitting in front of them, but they're fucking not. They? And that taxi company got every single member of that arena home by himself. Absolutely he did. So we can put them in one bus and just go down the road. <laughs> yeah. So there are maybe 30 empty seats at ringside opposite the hard cam. I mean, I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. But the problem is that then they pan up a little bit and there's maybe 4,000 empty seats opposite <laughs> the hard cam on the wide shot. Like, how cringe. It's brilliant. I immediately text you being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, there's no one there. It's fucking empty. 4,000 empty seats opposite the hard cam. I, lo I love the atmosphere. <sighs> it was just brilliant. <laughs> this was hilarious to start with. So after some faffing about with the sound, Steve Linsky welcomes us to the show. And so they've already got technical issues straight off the bat. And he says, 
Good evening, Belfast. We know the weather is really bad out there, immediately making excuses. Uh, but it just did not bode well at all. Um, you need to make up for it. So, good evening, Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd kind of grown into submission <laughs> you know woman on hard cam decided that clearly she's paid money for this so she's definitely going to turn up and she was really into it her facial expression when he was like i can't hear you good evening belfast and her face just looked, did this <coughs> uh, it was literally just like oh no this is the start of the show a small Fuck. part of her just died forever oh it was so good he continues so glad that you've come out tonight as i say the weather is bad out there <laughs> like you've repeated it in the first two sentences just making all the excuses in the world and steve linsky's no brilliant yeah he's okay because you could tell like as a, as a former referee yeah well still as current referee he didn't want to be there <laughs> Didn't want to I, be I there think at he's all. looking forward to the uh, idea of an oh, the flight home. Yeah, well, maybe so. But he's not exactly the most charismatic of ring announcers. Yeah, he's a referee. You know? Yeah, he's just doing the job, really. He's like know? having Earl Hebner do it. Did he do any ring announcing for the other five star shows, or was this the only one? No, he no, did? he did. He did all the uh, ring announcing for five star. Um, as he wanders from left to right in the ring, looking for an audience <laughs> and, and, and a hard cam. <laughs> and a hard cam. <laughs> He then begins to kind of plead with the audience, going, we're going to have a great show, aren't we? Yes, we are. As there's a random zoomy sound effect out of nowhere with no purpose whatsoever, <laughs> Linsky proceeds. That was actually the promoter driving <laughs> off with all the money. <laughs> it's just like, goes, <laughs> and Linsky's like, yeah, I'm still talking in the ring. This is, oh, so weird. I need you to be as vocal as you can, Belfast. Yeah, come on. Zoomy sound effect again. <laughs> no purpose. Nothing on the screen. Nothing at all. Come on. It's the first time we're in Northern Ireland. So you need to be uh, as loud and vocal and cheering for everyone. So can we do that, Belfast? And we get an empathetic kind of like groaning cheer yeah, across the 10 man. people that have bothered to fill this 1,000-seated arena. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking genius. I'm just, I, I'm so happy. This is the best moment of the whole fucking show. I think I respectfully disagree. The best moment again during his opening gambit Go on. was when he said, and obviously if you guys want to move around to here, you're going to be on TV. <laughs> that whole fucking section, man, <laughs> was just incredible. I mean, did they not think to cut this bit? Oh God no! This well, is no, him no, hyping up the crowd. Well, no, this, this is not part of it, the show. This was the I mean? this was on their Twitch and their Facebook pre-show stuff. But you don't have to have it on YouTube afterwards. So, just because you broadcast it, just, imagine WWE broadcast the guy going, um, "Can we get everyone on opposite the hard cam and then put that on YouTube afterwards to like emphasize how shit they are?" Like, what are they thinking? We'll see it at the Raw after Mania. Oh, fuck me, man. So we cut back in. Steve Linsky introduces us to... Hold up, the audio is completely cut out for a minute. <laughs> Didn't think to add some crowd noise or music or anything. Like, no, nope, just couldn't be bothered. Uh, audio cuts back in and Linsky introduces us to Duncan Disorderly. And I'm like, Jesus oh, that's quite a funny Christ. pun. <laughs> quite like that. What do you think of Duncan Disorderly's name before we go into who he is? I like so thought donuts. <laughs> Could go for some donuts right now. Obviously, it's drunk and disorderly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's quite a good pun. I like a pun. Yeah, for like 80s wrestling game, it would Duke the Dumpster Drozzy and Bastion Booger. <coughs> Uh, so his entrance um, is the true extent of how fucking empty this arena is becomes painfully clear. <laughs> the camera kind of spins around and looks past where the opposite side of the hard cam is. And there's literally, it's empty. Everything is lit up. There's, there's, they've got lights on everything. So they're showing the empty seats as well. Even the hard cam operator had left at this stage. <laughs> I, I would have just been like, nah, fuck this, man. I'm going to get home as fast as I possibly can. Although in fairness, it's probably a bit like, 
bit warmer in the arena than it is outside. Just. <laughs> Maybe, man. And um, This is actually the homeless shelter during the Beast in the East. There's actually no fans. This is just homeless people who turned up for a free soup. <laughs> You're blowing my spot for later. Just, <laughs> okay, don't worry, it's fine. So out comes Brian Core, and wait a minute, isn't this the same fucking music Duncan Disorderly just came out to? Oh, yeah. And also, little, little known facts for all you uh, sort of Irish music fan, Brian Core is the missing brother from the cores of the band. <laughs> Andrea, Sharon, Jim, not. Caroline Core, and now Brian Core. <laughs> so our first match of the evening, a dark match, is Brian Core from the cores versus Duncan Disorderly. Uh, I have never seen either guy before. Have you? No. Cool has sparkly gold pants. I thought you might approve of that. Oh, I thought gimmick infringement. And, he should, <laughs> and then I was about to say, he should take those pants off, but I'd rather him not. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so Donk has shittoos and black pants. Um, shitty tattoos. Uh, he's going to, I'm going to assume he's the heel at this point. Yep. Okay, so uh, they're doing their best, but fuck, this is going to be a challenge. Uh, the entrance music goes on for about a minute too long as both stands, lads just kind of stand there and look at each other. Uh, great production quality. Uh, the ring. So we've got big blue canvas, red ropes. Uh, canvas looks marked and dirty as fuck with five-star logos on it. Um, but it looks a lot like the WWE ring. Looks like a big it's 20 a big by 20, 20 roped. It is 20 by 20 roped ring. I mean, they no spent, cables. They spent some serious money on this shit. They, they spent a lot of money on this, booking the arenas, paying the talent, paying the rings, forgetting to get fans. <laughs> Should have put some in the production, really. That's all good. Um, they do some fun kind of chain wrestling. It's all super cheesy. Lots of cheerleading, shouting at the crowd. <laughs> Which clearly shows that Brian Cause never worked a fucking crowd before. Because goes, yeah. come on, everyone. <laughs> Hang on. I can hear my claps echo in the SSE. <laughs> There's a nice close-up of Core calling spots in the corner. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Director. Really appreciate that. Um, Whip reversal. Big boot. <laughs> he literally says it and they do it. It's like, yeah. it's fucking great. And the camera's here and he turns to it and goes, I'm going to call this spot now. And then they go and do it. Like, fucking hilarious. He's, he literally went out there to break the fourth wall. <laughs> so Dunk controls most of the match. Uh, Core makes his comeback. Core signals for his spinny shit thing. Uh, does a pretty big moonsault for a one, two, three. And your winner of the match, Brian Core. The crowd kind of grown in appreciation. That was a wrestling match, apparently. The best part of this in commentary, again, Joe Hendry is doing solo commentary by himself and doing what can only be described as a very mediocre job, poor Joe Hendry. I think he had a lovely Scottish accent and yeah. wasn't too distracting or anything. But I didn't announce him or say who he was or anything. So I was just like, it's a Scottish lad. Yeah. You know, they announced him later, obviously. But, but I thought he did okay. Okay. But when um, when Dunkin' Donuts went for his finisher, his like rock style finisher, yeah. Joe Hendry trying to describe the finisher was, it's like an STO with a jump at the start. They're so innovative. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, he's definitely ribbing people here. Oh, absolutely. It was, I think they've given up by this point. Like, there's a lot of people that are just like, ah, we'll just call it in. Fuck it. It'll be fun. Hopefully it's a payday still. But it might not be for a lot of these people. I yeah. imagine that some of them went home unpaid. I think I, I, th I think Duncan Disorderly and Brian Core are paid for the exposure with Joe Hendry again getting over. First time I've seen these guys. It's a great opportunity to get them on the five-star roster. Yeah. We'll definitely see them again. No, you fucking won't, Joe Hendry, because you ain't got a job next week. <laughs> So we're back to Steve Linsky in the ring on the wide shot again, showing the whole fucking empty crowd. Because uh, some people have actually moved around to the hard cam this time. So there's a few thousand empty seats opposite the hard cam, not 4,000 seats anymore. <laughs> so uh, Linsky introduces the mod father, Flash Morgan Webster. Oh, and then favorite. the realization why there's no one in the fucking building becomes apparent. <laughs> oh, brutal. But he's not exactly our favorite wrestler in the world. Uh, Webster, Webster, Webster says, "How are we doing, Belfast?" And, yeah, more sympathetic groans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> At this stage, I thought, 
I hope he doesn't do his fucking modcast. Oh. So Webster goes, I think my mic might be broken. I said, how would you <laughs> fast? No, mate, your mic's not broken. <laughs> Trust me. There's literally no one here to respond. Um, it's just panto, panto levels of promo. It's yeah. embarrassing at times. I've had some matches. I've lost some matches. Yeah. Yep. Brit rest, mate. It's just like he's lost all the five-star matches. That's his point in yeah. this promo. It's like, Congratulations on getting signed to an NXT stuff. UK contract because they didn't want you going anywhere else, but then they've realised when they've got you, fuck, how long to be signing for? <laughs> so he wants to wrestle <laughs> anyone. And out comes Big Grizzly. Who was obviously in the car from Wales. I think he was just like down the road. Look, the Welsh lads managed to get across because yeah. it's not too far from Wales, yeah, North exactly. Island. I feel like they might have swum or something <laughs> yeah. you know, just to get there. So the entrance videos are all the same. Yellow text and a yellow square with some kind of generic white crosses and a bit of flashy stuff on it and i do mean all of the entrance videos apart from one if you were doing a school project this is what you would have thought as your entrance way and you've gone i've done a good job there and you probably were getting like a b minus yeah we've talked a few times in the pod about the importance of an entrance these guys don't seem to understand that by any means, the promoters that no. is, because they've no entrance music for anyone. <laughs> well, barely anyone. There's fuck all entrance videos to give you some sort of idea about what their characters are, who they are, or anything, you know? Can, like, can you? What ma- don't they fucking understand about this? I sit there and think to myself, and again, I know I've been a bit harsh on him on previous podcasts. Can you imagine if Jericho debuted in WWE with shit generic music <laughs> and just Chris Jericho in yellow writing? Yellow box around it, like, oh, flashy, they added a box. <laughs> then he never would have got over. <laughs> it's important to get rest over, especially oh, in Northern Ireland, hell. where they don't really get much live wrestling. And to be fair, if they haven't watched the five star product, they're probably going, who's this twat with a crash helmet? Yeah. And who's this big boy who's turned up? So, I mean, let's just move on. I'll get, I'm sorry, I want to make a point, but I've got it right in the end. Fuck it. So, Big Grizz um, does a promo on the ramp as he comes down. He's really fucking Welsh. And he talks <laughs> about Webster's open challenge. <laughs> and you're like, yes, this is great. I love someone with character. And so, he's a big, fat, grizzly, hairy dude. Like, full on gay community bear sort of levels, you know? Like, he was really good when we saw it at YPW as well the other week, wasn't he? Yes. Did we? Was he wrestling? Memorable. Excellent. Cool. I I pay attention. (laughs) I had someone talking to me the whole way through the show. So So, um, they put over that they're both losers. They can't win any matches. Uh, Grizz is the bigger loser because he's bigger. The Bants is off the fucking chain, lads. (laughs) Fucking hell. Uh, The match psychology isn't bad. Oh, they have a match, by the way, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The match psychology isn't bad. Big slow heel versus kind of nippier, smaller face. Problem is, it all feels like two dudes going through some sequences rather than any sort of competition in any way. Training match. Yeah. They they don't give a fuck. Um, Can you do an O'Connor <sighs> roll on me, Flash Morgan Webster? No, you're a bit big, Grizz. All right. <laughs> I'll do my other million spots yeah. that make no fucking sense. Can I hit but, you with know? a shitty Destino? Thank God they didn't fucking do that. I would just, mm, no. So early in the match, you can clearly hear someone shout, four minutes, lads, four minutes, because <laughs> there's no crowd to drown out the noise. Webster runs all through all his shitty spots that I hate, the backward standing sent on thing, the back flipping every time he gets a close, he gets clotheslined, like gently, you know? Big Grizz will come in and give him a soft clothesline and be like, oh no, I've got to do a 450. Brick Rose. Oh, it drives me insane. So he does the up high, up high with his hands, then headbutts their chest, and they're like, he's three times the fucking size of you. If you hit by him in the chest, he would be like, yeah. just swat you across the face. Like, I, oh, just 
disgusting. Uh, Chokeslam by Grizz out of absolutely fucking nowhere. And literally four minutes after hearing someone shout, four minutes, he gets the one, two, three. And your winner is Big Grizz. And so by the logic of the promos pre-match, Webster is a giant fucking loser. Fine by me. Can we go home now? (laughs) At this point, I thought Big Grizz probably did this. I am fucking fed up with this. Chokeslam, sell it. (laughs) Just like... Fuck this. They don't care. Also, Let's the go best home. thing I found about this match is that called the four minutes. Big Grizz is fucking brilliant at counting time in the middle of that ring. He, he was bang it, on. Literally that, to the second. I mean, finish, you probably could have seen the clock because there's no crowds in the way. <laughs> it's like, oh, four minutes. Choke slam. Done. Yeah. The only positive I can say about this is that Grizz is a big chap. Yeah. And they had some big man, small man psychology. And the fact they hit their mark on four minutes absolutely perfectly. The, the, the hitting the mark on four minutes there, my notes on this match was absolute fucking shambles. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Just literally, that's it. On the plus point though, improved on the first match. Because that was a complete <laughs> clusterfuck. So this was a fucking shambles. So we're getting better. Look at us finding positives. <laughs> we're doing good. <laughs> <coughs> fucking hell. So, back to Linsky and introduces us to... Russell Dempster, okay? Uh, he's basically dressed the same as current-day Eddie Ryan. Um, that's what I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. Eddie Ryan, the Welsh Lion guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. English Lion. English Lion. No. I'm thinking of someone else. Who am I thinking of? Eddie. Who's the Welsh guy? WWE, NXT, UK. All of them. It's Eddie Ryan, isn't it? No. He's from Plymouth. Eddie Ryan's the English Lion. Who am I thinking of? Oh, Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis. Thank you very yeah. much. Sorry, I, play his, I, I watch the product. Um, <laughs> he's dressed as Eddie Dennis is what I'm trying to get at. So commentators... What, teacher? And- <laughs> <laughs> the, the denim jacket with the long oh, sleeves and the long onesie thing, right? So the commentators admit to not knowing anything about Mr. Dempster whatsoever. <laughs> you say, Sorry, you still say commentators plural? No, no. Commentator. Oh, it is just one of the still, time, still it? Yeah. Joe Hendry. Sorry, habit more than anything. And Joe Hendry's clearly done his research. <laughs> I don't know anything about this guy. <laughs> he hasn't even spoken to him backstage. He's like, yeah. who the fuck's this guy? Um, he did. He like, looked like a resto. If he was out of gear, you know, you wouldn't recognise him yeah. as a wrestler, I guess. So maybe he didn't even know, you know. But so far, like, we've had Duncan so Disorderly, Russell Dumpster. <laughs> Some quality names in there. I started to immediately wonder, is this guy from Belfast by any chance? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Local talent. Local talent. <laughs> local local uh, enhancement talent number one. Local enhancement talent number two is out now. You know? the, the best thing about any independent talent, though, has been, I know, again, you've probably not watched the product, but when Triple H and Batista confronted everyone, Batista came out with loads of indie guys as the, uh, the I, police. I did watch that, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. this? The, the Guardians of the Independents? <laughs> That's, That's actually really yeah, funny. Yeah. Well done, <laughs> Triple H. And then this week, when he couldn't get an envelope out of his pocket... <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I really, yeah. really, really wanna. Like, Triple H is on fire right now. He doesn't give a shit, it seems. Is that sale to Disney coming through, you know? Well, if he's going to retire at Mania next Sunday, <laughs> we'll see. So the commentator puts over, Joe Hendry, puts over, uh, this is an opportunity. And a way to be on every, um, t- blah, a way to be on television each and every week. Little do you know, son! <laughs> <laughs> Out comes Curtis Murray. His opponent for the evening. Seems confident. Uh, both guys get generic music and just the flashing five-star logo on the video wall. Not even their name in yellow text this time. Curtis Murray is from uh, Uprising okay. uh, in in Northern Ireland promotion. Seemed half decent. Yeah. Like, um, surprising because there wasn't anyone else on this fucking show. And he's also worked for OTT. Yeah, yeah. You can see that he's had more experience. Actually, is probably a guy they had booked anyway. Yeah, I think definitely him and the Dumpster guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm just going to call him I was so hard not to say that. But yes. Russell Dumpster. The moment I saw his name, I was like, oh, Dumpster then. Yeah, cool. Son of Duke. So, uh, <laughs> so um, book a giant venue. Get a ring. Get some talent, etc., etc. But don't have any music on tap for any sort of entrances in any way, shape or form. Just, they're probably saying that CD. Fucking 
I'm sure oh, I had to be careful about what I was saying then. But they're just fucking idiots. Like, who who is this promoter? Do we know? Uh, Daniel Hinkle. Hinkle. Does he promote anything else? Uh, certainly not now. Cause Thank it, fucking God for that. Because Marexley, as soon as it shut down, he put in a closure notice, sent in a, it's like a, a strike-off notice to the company's house and cut down his company and try and cut and run. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unsurprisingly. I mean, look, I, we, we do a podcast, right? And yeah. like we search out little independent music. So for example, our intermission has this music. Okay, I could find fifty of those in about ten minutes. Yeah. Right. What is this guy's problem? Go to YouTube, look at the audio library, download some fucking music, and use it. It's as commercially a, free. As a quick side note, because I I do believe there were a few people who had not been paid, and obviously yeah. I saw that he was shutting down the company. Did you know that if someone's put a first Gazette notice to strike off their company, you've got three months to appeal for it not to be shut down because there may be outstanding creditors? Interesting. Might okay. Have been a few emails sent, and the company had an extended life, probably got struck off. Oh, good to know. Good stuff. I think everyone got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just skip over. That <laughs> I'm just going to say the word allegedly here to keep us safe. You know. My so- name's Mark Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Please sue me. I write for the Pro Wrestling Post. <laughs> so we've got a dark, second dark match of the evening or third. Hi, Mark Blake. I know you're watching. Blake, how you doing? Uh, Bought any merch? Shut up. Of Curtis Murray versus Russell Dempster. Okay. They start with a misclosed line in the corner and a monkey flip spot. And I'm like, God damn it. You did a monkey flip spot off the first fucking clothes line in the corner. No. Go away. You could have missed someone shouting ringside. Three minutes, boys. Oh, fucking hell. So, and they immediately botch walking up the ropes while holding your opponent's hand spot. Um, uh, where is any sort of fight simulation? This is not ballet, for fuck's sake. Have they forgotten the main purpose of pro wrestling? Wait, it's not ballet? Because <laughs> these two dudes are dancing. They're not fighting or simulating anything. It's, 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 it's two dudes having a conversation, doing a dance. At this stage during the pre-show, I was like, I'm going to go and get my nine o'clock cheese in the fridge. <laughs> I just left it. And uh, just- so apologies if I missed some great spots, but I came back and thought, I definitely haven't missed spots. You missed absolutely fuck all, mate. Don't worry. So the match is generally terrible and botchy. Uh, the finish comes as Curtis Murray does the one interesting thing in the whole match and springboards off Brett rope, Brett's rope to do a cutter thing. Like yeah. he does a spinny 180 cutter thing. It looks kind of cool. I've never seen it before. So one, two, three, Curtis Murray with the win. Crowd moans in a, is that it sort of finish on the, um, the um, sorry, manner for the finish. I think you've missold this. I think you'll find the crowd erupted. <laughs> Fucking hell. So Curtis, Curtis Murray stops on his way to the back to sign a youngster's sign. I'm like, oh, it's actually quite nice. So the commentator <laughs> goes, action-packed pre-show so far. <laughs> yeah, of course. Next match. So we've got HT Drake versus Matty Mayhem. So Linsky introduces the next match. Some music plays, and it's not the generic bullshit music, and I'm so fucking happy. It immediately stops, so the crowd actually pops for the music a little bit. The music cuts out, the camera holds on Linsky, looking awkward for what feels like forever. They didn't think to cut this bit either. Just like the announcer standing in the ring for 30 seconds by himself. Did no, you didn't get, to cut that out? Did you get Joe Hendry's comment about it? Go on. He was like, oh, well, no harm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, Joe Hendry. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, <laughs> oh brilliant. fucking hell. So instead of the music that we just thought we were going to have, we get, oh, it's the generic music again. Brilliant. So back to the generic music. Out comes Matty, Hay- May- Matty Mayhem. Um, decent look on the lad. Let's yeah. be honest. Uh, luminous green hair, big jacket, like with punks not dead on the back and stuff. Like immediately, you know what his gimmick is. Got it. Yeah. I'm in. Shannon Moore. Uh, pretty much. But he looks more... Wrestlery. Mm, 
yeah, more sympathetic, I guess, yeah. is the best way to put it. Like, you'd care about him more than Chatham Moore. Yeah. More? <laughs> more. I did, one, I did one point and go, is that Brody Armstrong? <laughs> There's elements of this, you know, in that finally someone with different music for an entrance, here comes H.T. Drake. The commentators put over H.T. Drake's t-shirt that says kill all gimmicks on it. I'm like, no, this show needs gimmicks. <laughs> Anything more than what we've got, please. I like H.T. Drake, likes a bit of a you know, irony. <laughs> Hey, do you mean- you just say Big Grizz and Flash Morgan Webster have gimmicks? <laughs> they pretend to be good wrestlers. Oh, brutal. I don't mind uh, Grizz. He's fine. So, uh, oh, <laughs> are we sure? I will second that. <laughs> so immediately, as Matty, Matty Mayhem's in the ring and kind of get to see his face and such a bit closer, it's like he's dark side Mark Andrews. Yeah. He looks a lot like him. The same kind of little beard. Not that I'm talking anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of school, tinny, quite a tall, skinny white boy. Yeah. You know, he looks just like Mark Andrews. He's banned a shitter. <laughs> so alternative Andrew... Uh, fuck's sake, I fluffed that line. Let's carry on. <laughs> Opening sequences poor, sloppy wrestling stuff. They both do sloppy, jump off the expensive barriers at ringside spots and they fluff it up and it takes forever. But um, that's the first time I noticed the barriers. I'm like, these are like big A-shaped cordon oh, yeah. things. I wonder whether they bought these, whether these were at the arena. I'd assume they'd be at the arena, but then I also think themselves why they bother put them out. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no crowd to hold back. They're going <laughs> to rush the ring. No, they're not. They're looking at their phones. Uh, Delroy only something to jump over later, doesn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're getting more groans from the Belfast faithful, as it's put earlier in the night. H.T. Uh, Drake is bleeding from his head. I have no idea why or how, because I've not been paying attention, to be totally honest. Right. This was a really, really botchy move. What happened? So basically, um, I've written it down in my notes. Uh, so, yeah, this is really bad audio. But basically, um, all over the place in the air, Mayhem's dead. Um, basically, Mayhem got planted on the side of the ring oh, in a really lovely. dangerous spot. The hardest part, you mean? Eight, well, on the well, on the uh, the guardrail. Oh, that's not so fun. But basically, H.C. <laughs> Drake did this. This is fucking shit. Wallop. Yeah, there's a few moments. And I'm he's like, covered, isn't he? He's afterwards. a bit of a reckless shitbag sometimes hd drake dangerous yeah mm, let's get there so commentators put over if hd drake is bleeding from his ear aka his brain um fuck's sake maybe in the match if he's bleeding out of his brain you know what i mean like yeah do us all a favor <laughs> just in this um for some fucking reason they have a hard camera opposite the main hu- they have a sorry they have a camera opposite where the main hard cam would be so regularly it, there's a dude in shot with the camera opposite the hard cam which is starting to frustrate me anyway but then when they cut to that ca- that camera all we see is thousands and thousands of gray empty seats because he's the wrong side like what are you doing just oh, just madness and so oh my ht drake just threw mayhem onto his head the dangerous fucking dickhead please end this like, oh he did he, he almost fucking killed him like yeah. it's really brutal um the shittiest looking bulldog i've ever seen which is referred to as a headlock driver i'm like no fuck it isn't um commentator puts it over as the most dangerous move in wrestling he's clearly never seen a destroyer <laughs> finish comes when ht drake does a 180 cent on off the top rope for the one two three and the most fucking uh, finish ever just nothing happens thank fuck this is over your winner ht drake commentators continue to put over that ht drake is bleeding from the ear that was shit what bothered me at this stage is I thought, I've watched four matches of a pre-show. WWE don't even have four matches on their fucking two-hour pre-show. And I feel fucking like day. I've been watching this for four days. Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, okay, we've had a lot of people that haven't turned up to the show because of the weather. Okay, I- I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You've put some matches together. They were shit. 
There's a bit of talking in between. Fair enough. We'll let you off. Let's see what the rest of the show has to offer. So that's the pre-show over. They announced that they'll be going live at 8 p.m. Okay. Uh, and we cut to more holding screens. 17 fucking minutes of holding screen with the same We Are Machines shitty ass music over the top of it. I hope you're singing this weekend against a royalty <laughs> issue. <laughs> I don't think anyone's heard this fucking song ever again after this. And again, did they not think to cut any of this 18, 17 fucking minutes? out of this broadcast what are they doing why is this still on youtube maybe the scotsman thought this was advertising for sky and didn't realize <laughs> i was wrestling in between it <laughs> but fuck all that shit here's greg lambert and joe hendry and immediately i'm like yes people that actually seem to care about what they're doing on this show finally um they what do you think about greg lambert and joe hendry let's, let's throw it out there you have an issue with lambert obviously because he jumped to this company from another one or whatever oh no i don't have any issue with lambert at all good <laughs> i think lambert made the best choice he could it, they make they Without these two dudes on commentary, yeah, this is completely intolerable. I mean, it's completely intolerable anyway. But they make it ten percent watchable. Yeah, their co- their chemistry got better through the the weeks that five stars ran. Because the opening show, I was like, Lambert's doing a banging job, and obviously Joe Hendry. I think it was his first live commentary gig. Because obviously, I know right. he's a bit of a good performer, Joe Hendry, in the ring and also out of the ring and what he does. And all Never his disliked his work, you know. Um, but their chemistry certainly got a lot better. I wouldn't say it's a great pairing. Yeah. But I think for any commentary where you've got two different tones of voice, two different dictions, it makes it more interesting to listen to. It rather than if you had like two Joe Hendrys, you'd be like, oh. yeah, yeah, absolutely, it makes such a difference. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why our pod works. We have slightly different tones of voice, <laughs> so like you can tell who's talking most of the time, which is very helpful. Just putting us over, you know, as you do. Um, so they intro Steve Linsky, and Linsky introduces Alberto El Patron. How the fuck did he make it here from Spain, but none of the Brits could? Uh, money. Mm. I'm pretty sure someone said, oh, you've got no talent, have you? Hey, Del Rio, do you want to make a quick buck where you don't really have to do much and also could just put on a shit match? <laughs> I'm interested. I mean, my uh, theory could you, was... Could gone. you beat up Paige a bit? And then get on the plane? <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, we're going to skip over that one. So um, I'm not the woman beating prick. My theory was that he... F- was he so high that he flew himself there? <laughs> well, like the recent BA flight that ended up in Edinburgh rather than Dusseldorf. Did you see that in the news? No, not at all. <laughs> landed at the wrong fucking airport. Did it? Good stuff. So that's um, probably what so- happened to Del Rio. <coughs> Del Rio comes out wearing a Real Madrid scarf. The Franco-loving, victory-chasing fuck. Um, Del Rio is talking to the crowd, not the hard cam. <laughs> Just like, oh no, <laughs> this is terrible. Definitely so putting over. Quickly. Did he have at any point during this promo mention he was once in WWE and had many achievements in hell. WWE? I've won money in the bank. I've won world titles. See, I've won Royal Rumbles. He's he's saying all this, but he seems to have forgotten everything he ever learned in WWE because he doesn't look at the hard cam once. He's got his back to the cameras, so the camera guy has to walk around to get his face. And every time they show his face, there's empty fucking seats. Because he was a bit like, I've flown all the way here. I'm talking to people. I'm not talking to. <laughs> A, a, just a plastic chair so Del Rio talks about how his son was born while he was stuck in Belfast like this is meant to be a good thing um, for fuck's sake way to pump up the crowd um, Del Rio then proceeds to announce the sad part <laughs> like hang on wasn't that the sad part <laughs> I miss my son being born I missed all the ickiness I missed all the ickiness <laughs> weird Ray Ray will not be here tonight he didn't do enough coke to fly there <laughs> <laughs> like Del Rio did. Um, it put, it puts, uh, Del Rio puts over that Ray Ray had a family emergency and immediately I'm like, 
Hmm. Was that family emergency not getting paid by the promoter by any chance? <laughs> I think the family emergency was this. Who am I working? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Del Rio goes on to say, let's not be angry, let's be sad. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Del Rio was on holiday in Spain and that's why he's here. And does his very best to get the crowd going, see, see, see. And like, you know, maybe three people do at some point. I, that is so I, good. Here's one thing, and all wrestlers will know this. They always say, always pack your gear. Yeah. Why would you pack your gear if you're going on holiday? A fair point, yeah, absolutely. So... <laughs> On the plus point, when I go to the Isle—that's a weird one, actually. Yeah. When I go to the Isle of Wight in May, if anyone would like to book me, I will be taking my gear with me. Mate, he's just walking around like on the beach in his Del Rio gear, (laughs) just like I am Alberto Del Rio, you know. Paige has got Papi tattooed on her. I'll put that off her later. (laughs) So Del Rio explains that he is a big follower of the British wrestling. (laughs) Fucking liar! Uh, Introduces us to a man as good as Rey Mysterio, (laughs) (laughs) the guy that you all know as the Finish. Wait, what? Oh, it's Jody Fleisch. The Phoenix. <laughs> and you're like, God, oh, fucking great. Yes. <laughs> so out comes Jody Fleisch, and Jody looks fucking ripped. He's like a huge muscle building he is motherfucker. Yeah. Beefy. Yeah, pack levels. Like, he's going to pass that full gear challenge for sure. I don't remember him being this big. No, he was absolutely jacked at this stage, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's huge. Absolutely gigantic. Um, so Ready his- for that big match with Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> so his video wall, as he comes out, the big Titan Tron or whatever, has a little yellow box with yellow text in it like before, but it says El Ligero and Jody Fleisch. And I'm like, where's Ligero? <laughs> like, can we not just take his name out of the Because they've been tagging there in the tech team tournament Obviously. together. But-, but the fact they didn't have the forethought to be like, just in case, do one that just says Jody Fleisch and one that just says El Ligero, you know? Fucking idiots. They've only got a few PowerPoint slides, mate. So Jody Flash gets. They don't know how to add extras. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's on with like a fucking projector. How do I. Going, oh, that's this slide this time. How do I copy this slide in Publisher? <laughs> <coughs> so Del Rio is still talking when Jody gets into the ring because he's coked out of his brain, doesn't know to shut the fuck up. Every time they cut to the camera at ringside, it's facing the opposite of the hard cam, showing thousands of empty seats. Del Rio is still talking. Jody accepts the challenge. Del Rio is still fucking talking. They do fake out on a handshake spot. Del Rio, Del Rio jumps in the crowd and has a chat with the people. And he's like, what's happening? Why didn't he go to the back? Like, he just jumps and he's like, putting his arm around someone, like having a beer. <laughs> like just- his main response is, I know I'm on holiday, but I've also bought a lot of merch. <sighs> yeah. And if I can get everyone hit by a Del Rio show, I might just about be able to afford my flight ah, home. Ah, clever boy. Work at the audience. I love it. So we cut to a fucking advert, a break of holding screens and the same generic bullshit music we've had the whole fucking time. We are machines. Uh, absolute bullshit. Did you not think to cut this fucking bit either? For fuck's sake. I, I, at this stage, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. You're surprised they haven't cut it. <laughs> Because they haven't cut 24 minutes at the beginning, 17 minutes in the interim. I like a callback. (laughs) (laughs) I've mentioned it every other time. They put the adverts in. In fairness, I love the consistency. Something this show's booking lacks. (laughs) But like, you know, you have an advert break. I understand you're on TV, you're live, you have to have advert breaks. Fine. Why fill those gaps with shitty generic music and holding screens of just like, well, Fast Wrestling will be back at 6.45 or whatever instead of just cutting them out and putting them on YouTube afterwards. I wonder how much the advertising space costs to advertise during a five-star <laughs> wrestling. Because I should have probably got, like, here's my face on TV. 
Oh, there's still a few shows on free sports stuff. Should we inquire? See if we can get yes. Let's let's see if we can do this. <laughs> let's put like nothing about the pottery. Let's just put like bullshit, like hilarious no, things no, in no, between no. the wrestling. You know? So if you'd like, do you hate this wrestling show. <laughs> give us a call on no one. You know. If you want us to have really bad <laughs> advertising, head over to Amazon.co.uk and buy some of our shirts. Fucking A. I haven't got anything lined up to show them off. But yes, buy a t-shirt. You'll love it, I promise. And then you'll get to see us try and put live advertising on free sports, <laughs> which definitely has to happen. Uh, we dropped the price a little bit on those t-shirts. So I'll point that yeah. out. So it's only 15 quid if you want to go buy a t-shirt now. So that's super cheap. So go buy one. Help us out. We can buy new cameras. Like this lovely new camera that we don't know how to operate yet. And also... If we do buy live advertising, we will dress up as the Beverly Brothers to do a, like a, a really bad insurance promo. I would do that voluntarily any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. So we're back to Steve Linsky in the ring. He int- After the fucking advert break on YouTube. Yeah, good job, lads. Um, he introduces that this next match is for the five-star tag team championship. Not mm. championships, which is a great fucking joke considering what happens next. Uh. So we get the five-star tag team championship match match of Max Money of Adam Maxted and Charlie Sterling, who are the champion, versus the king of the kings of the North, Bonesaw and Damian Corvin. Yeah. Okay. So the kings of the North out first. Literally have Northern Ireland shit on their gear. They've been around the corner and they got them in. Local lads. Local lads. <laughs> and out come Max Money, and they have one belt between them. Do you know the story behind this? I'm assuming he forgot to bring the belt. Max said forgot to pack the belt. <laughs> Fuck me. Hendry puts over... Who says cr- that people on Love Island are stupid? <laughs> so, God, who is this prick and what is Love Island? Because I know it's a thing, but like, I don't watch that shit. Right, so. I don't know what Love Island is. All I can assume is, I believe through what I've seen on the line, <laughs> yeah. is it is a lot of attractive people who are stupid boning each other to try and win money and be like the best... <laughs> couple who bone each other do these people that watch this stuff know that Pornhub exists <laughs> because I mean why are they watching this shit let's go watch porn it's the same thing it's like all the faff when it's like oh my god in Big Brother someone's had sex under a table <laughs> like the guy stood behind the door and went that's the way uh-huh. <laughs> I started taking off his shirt really this was like in 2002 this is beyond me I don't watch this but, yeah, shit, but so, yeah. basically this guy Adam Maxted originally a contestant on Love Island but I believe he was a trainee slash active member of the independent wrestling scene okay doesn't uh, fucking look like it uh, Charlie Sterling uh, he's also a wrestler okay good stuff doesn't look like so it so Henry puts over as they walk down to the <laughs> down to the ring with one tag belt is the crowd don't deserve to see that sort of gold <laughs> And they're just like, nah, come on, son. You just joke about it. Just say you forgot it. Come on, put this over. Also, at this stage, I think to myself, well, they're definitely not losing the belts. If not, Max is going to have to FedEx that belt over to <laughs> I can over imagine to... them. Their big victory photo of them winning the belts for the first time with one belt between the two of them. <laughs> and then like an IOU sticker. <laughs> so um, give the commentators their due at this point. They're trying so hard to make this watchable. It's just like, yeah, they're, they're really struggling. Uh, understandably, with the trash that's happening in the ring in front of them. So, amazing moment where the heels are working over the faces. Henry puts over that if the faces get a tag, that would be terrible for the heels. The faces immediately tag out <laughs> to a whole lot of nothing. And you're like, oh, it's so good. Um, really brutal moment where he's like, oh, he's not going to be able to get the tag. They're working him over. He immediately makes the tag. And oh, he has. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, great. <coughs> Again, these guys, oh. so Kings of the North, they... they they apparently had a very good 2017 in OTT. 
Great. So th- this is their opportunity to be showcased in front of a capacity crowd. They're obviously struggling to work with the guys opposite them. And on short-term notice, I think calling it in the ring is a problem for these lads because there is fuck-all tag psychology in this match. They are greener than the Emerald Isle, slightly to the south of Northern Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) North? South of Northern Ireland. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) This Adam Maxted fella looks lost, uncomfortable. Like I assumed he was a trainee or something. I think that's just his expression. It's just... he's, He's robotic, is the best way I can put it. And it's like... He doesn't seem to get the very basics of what he's meant to be doing. The thing is, as well, he then got booked on World of Sport and did exactly the same character. Oh, great. He, he didn't lose the belt. I think he... I can't remember if he was <laughs> the one tag man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the tag team champion. It's just generic gimmicks, generic wrestling, generic, terrible, illogical storytelling. Like, this is fucking awful. I love tag wrestling. This was not tag wrestling, in my opinion. We try so hard to not just be the guys that moan about shit on podcasts all the time and to find positives and stuff. It was dog shit. There's fucking nothing. The heels aren't over. The faces aren't over. Charlie Sterling seems to be the only lad that has any sort of charisma. Um, Holy shit, Sterling and one of the kings take a terrifying bump (laughs) off the top. And like the king dude gets spiked directly on his fucking head. So it's not only boring, it's dangerous as well. And it lasts for fucking ever. Um, like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get through it. Don't worry. So, tepid tag to groans from the crowd. It's time for the King's big comeback. Almost immediately, the heels are back in control after this tepid tag. Who doesn't love a shine? Oh, for fuck's sake. They hit the sloppiest, slowest, most delayed powerbomb neckbreaker combo ever for the one, two. Clearly, the break pinfall gets broken up. The ref calls for the bell. Everyone is confused and just kind of stops wrestling. The heels are surprised, as all of us are. (laughs) (laughs) And winner, and still... Max Money, Adam Maxted, and Charlie Sterling are the tag team champion. And it feels like it lasted forever. Terrible psychology, terrible spots, terrible finish. Minus five stars! In the SSE arena. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I found something positive about that match during your dis- your, dis- your description Go of it. Go on, then. Uh, SCPW Wrestling have commented on our video and said hello. So, hello, SCPW hey, Wrestling. SCPW. Go check out their stuff. SCPW.co.uk. It's a lot better than this fucking shit we're reviewing today. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Hands down, they've got good tag teams who do proper tag team wrestling. If there could not be a clearer example of what I love about British wrestling and what I fucking detest about British wrestling, it's the difference between those two companies. I mean, the good thing is, though, clearly we've had a banging tag match, so what we need next is another (laughs) definitely not hastily put together tag team. Hang on. And of course we cut to another fucking holding screen advert break that they didn't fucking cut out of the fucking broadcast. We are machines! I've had enough. Can't do it anymore. If anyone realises why I jumped straight to the uh, the next tag team so we could... (laughs) I've had enough. Can't do it. I was so angry during this fucking show. I started to think maybe if I was a machine then I wouldn't have any feelings so I wouldn't be able to get angry at this dog shit of a fucking promotion. Oh, brilliant. So, we cut back to uh, my podcast colleague, SoCal Val, is in the ring. And I'm like, hey, Val, how you doing? Uh, she introduces... Chris- Why are you lowering yourself to be part of this promotion, Val? <laughs> exactly. You're it. better than this. How does she make it there? If none of the Brits can make it there, but she still made it there. She floated over on Grizz and Morgan Webster's boat. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming from Wales across with the Welsh lads. <coughs> Fuck it up. Uh, so, so SoCal Val introduces Chris Masters and Carlito. 
The Masters of Cool. Yes, Joe Hendry. Great gimmick creation there. They put so much fucking effort into that tag team name, didn't they? I bloody love Carlito. Let's find something <laughs> positive about this. I... Carlito's so good. I'm yeah. so gutted he's he never comes. I think he's doing all right in Puerto Rico to never do it. He was in yeah. a recent episode of the uh, Edging Christians show on the it network. It was really funny. I actually which saw really that. Good. Yeah, someone sent it to me. I think it might have been you. Yeah. Someone, I don't know. But like, yeah, genuinely, Carlito is one of those guys that gives no fucks. Yeah. And I think all wrestling shows need someone that's just like, I don't give a fuck about what's happening right now. It's, cause it's funny, you know? I like the fact that Vince Man probably goes, but we've still got Carlito, don't we? No, mate, that's the Colognes. <laughs> he doesn't know the difference. And at that stage, that's why they came out on Raw or SmackDown last night or whatever show, whatever day we're on. They Good were stuff. there. So um, Carlito and Chris Masters come out wearing street clothes, jackets and things like that because it's fucking cold outside, as we've been told a million fucking times in the show. Hang on, is there snow? <laughs> Carlito goes full heel by calling Belfast cold. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I think the Northern Irish people have come to the terms of the fact that it's a bit chilly up there, you know? Uh, Masters puts over that they want a shot of the tag team titles. Uh, it's title, mate. <laughs> I think you'll find. Okay. That's right. The last one failed a wellness policy test like Masters <laughs> and is suspended for 90 days. Does he realise he's too late and the tag title match has just happened as well? Like, for fuck's sake. Who, who are these guys who were booked before us in the green singlets? What's oh, happening? Oh, fuck me. What's Finley and Hanswoggle doing? <laughs> <laughs> so both lads have the generic yellow text and yellow box on the video wall thing. Outcome Kid Fight and Krieger? Krieger. Krieger? other generic dickhead because he pronounced kid fight pronounces it as krieger i think because the scottish yeah. accent and all but krieger. then it's krieger on commentary a few times i'm like oh for fuck's sake if people can't pronounce your name in pro wrestling maybe change your fucking name you know? i think it's just a, a a tip of the captor leo kruger yeah but just call him kruger then you yeah. know what i mean like it has to be a thing that works around britain you know what i mean like yeah. maybe it doesn't but whatever so um their, their tag team apparently is pure dead brilliant and i'm like that's a fucking great name they had a lot of really shitty promos during this run of five star. I'm sure they fucking did, judging by this one. <laughs> so they're wearing big coats, hats, and have um, a singular suitcase with them. Uh, because, you know, it's cheaper to pack one suitcase between yeah. two people than it is to have Carry two on. suitcases. Exactly. Uh, the commentators put over that they've come from Scotland where it's snowing. No fucking shit. Um, Scottish lads have come. Uh, oh, they do pure banter about Carlito's hair. They touch his hair. It's absolutely great. And um, they don't look at the hard cam once. Everyone's looking away from the hard cam. Don't, don't want to be associated with the show. Absolutely. That's what it is. <laughs> Hide our faces in these hats. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the modern day balaclava trying to nick a cash point. <laughs> it's at this point I noticed some lad in the crowd has Alberto Del Rio's Real Madrid scarf. <laughs> Did you see that? It's like, he must have given it away. It's his son. He said, you were born here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the story went, but it's okay. Uh, Scottish lads uh, want a Barney. But uh, Masters and Carlito look confused. Kid Fight gets their gear out of the suitcase because that's the reason they brought the suitcase down and asks the Yanks if they want them to wear pink or yellow or whatever. Carlito spits an apple in Kid Fight's face and uh, they put on the Masters lock and blah, 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 blah. And we cut to another fucking holding screen advert break. Did now, they not think to cut this bit? Same fucking music. At this stage as well, I'm, as like we mentioned like the, in the pre-show of the pod, Yeah, <laughs> I've got Carlito, I've got Chris Masters, why are they not wrestling? I can tell you why they're not wrestling, because they probably did this. I ain't fucking wrestling tonight. <laughs> no way. Go fuck yourself, promoter. Hang on. Didn't you leave earlier in a car? It's like they went up to the promoter and went, have you got our bag of weed? <laughs> the promoter went, no. We're at Belfast. Like, oh, we're not fucking wrestling for you then. We'll go and do a solid promo. And in fairness, best promo of the night. 
Carlito. Uh, yeah, yeah, had its moments. It was still fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. And no purpose whatsoever, especially as there's no show after this to finish off this storyline. I love a payoff. So we're back with Linsky in the ring, but we can hear Greg Lambert talking, which is a bit surreal. It seems to be over the arena as well. It is. So his commentary went over the arena as part of it. Great. Um, they cut to a camera at the back of the arena this time, which we've not seen before, which makes it look like the show is kind of populated. And my, immediately I'm like, where was this fucking camera the last two and a half hours? It was actually a shot from three weeks ago. <laughs> they actually had people in the arena seeing like, you know, Boyzone or something. That's what they really wanted to do with like the cutaways. You know, like in WWE when they just, like go, if there was a chair shot, they go to the crowd shot. Yeah, they yeah. just put those in. Uh, the crowd having a great time wearing like a Hulkamania t-shirt oh it's fucking hilarious but like it's a beautiful shot they've got a camera right up in the back of the arena I'm like why haven't you used this it looks like there's people because they're far away that's why Carlito wasn't working because he was the only one who's brave enough to go and put the camera up there (laughs) I started to wonder whether more people have been filtering off off the streets have they been forcing homeless people to come in (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and fuck my life Del Rio comes out well before his music cue anyway who gives a fuck it's Alberto El Patron versus Jody Fleisch is this shit ass of a crowd cheering Del Rio and booing Jody Fleisch well we all know who El Patron is don't we ah fucking hell man so um immediately as Jody comes out I'm like I miss his pleather trousers you know the pleather baggy trousers used to wear I feel sorry for Jody Fleisch she's probably like finally I'm getting wrestled Ray Ray this is going to be great. <laughs> he ends up with Del Rio. Who doesn't give a shit to be there. Coked up Del Rio, you know what I mean? Do you want to do a rest hold, uh, Del Rio? Of course you flipping do. So maybe this is just me being judgmental and knowing Del Rio for what he is. Piece of shit. Um, Triple H just opened the door that he could come back to WWE and have another pointless fucking oh, run. So he can no show and beat up women again. Yeah, piece of shit. Um, but he looks like a drunk coming back from the pub. Yeah. He looks fucked up. Not happy, you know. And well, he looks happy, but like, you know, not. I've seen his payday. Like, he's there, but is he really there? You know, yeah. like that's what I'm questioning. Anyway, so um, Del Rio is work. I can't tell whether Del Rio is working or stalling at this point. I'm saying stalling. Yeah, feels very much like stalling. You know, because at this stage, I got the impression he's doing this. Oh, is that lunch? Oh dear, <laughs> I'm just gonna stand still a little bit because I'm puking the ring. <laughs> oh fucking hell. So we get multiple handshake spots, bailing out to the outside and headlocks. The handshake spot in the middle of the match takes about five minutes to get through. And it feels like they just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. I'm just getting sad by this point. You know? <laughs> like, this is a disgrace to professional wrestling. The whole thing. I remember watching this live. Yeah. And I think I was thinking to myself, there is no way this company's going to last much longer. It's a real How shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it a shame? Payday, if payday was made <sighs> but for all there's everyone. There's so much out there now. Like, I don't think we need shit like this. No, but again, in 2018, I know obviously it's exploded in 2018. But the build up to 2017, when there wasn't NXT UK, there you know progress still wasn't as big as it was. Because I think progress had a really huge tail out year at the end of 2017 into 2018, and they had a lot of. Obviously, I Pete, so, yeah. Pete Dunne winning the UK title and then being able to go around some of the bigger promotions to raise the profile of those indies and mm. see those guys. Um, yeah, this definitely wasn't needed. If the money was there and they filled the arenas, but I mean, this would be like AEW going, we've got 12 people in and we've got these <laughs> average wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, you could compare it to AEW in that that's what they're trying to be. Yeah. But they have none of the promotion, hype, any sort of momentum behind them whatsoever. Yeah. You know, that's the real big problem for me is that there's no, there's no one there to see it. What's happening? Yeah, there was very little other than... If, if you're into wrestling, 
you will don't know, watch this fucking show. <laughs> Go on. But you'd know about certain promotions. You'd know yeah. where to find wrestling. Thing with AEW is what they've done is that they've got a big promotion, they've got a big following out of it, and they did the one thing which uh, Five Star didn't do. They got a massive star in MJF. <laughs> yeah. So um, during this match with Alberto De Rio and Jody Fleisch, a young lady at ringside conveys the most emotion in the show whole whole fucking show by helping Del Rio to his feet and going <laughs> like as Del Rio walks away. She's the fucking highlight of this match. Um, so Del Rio does the Fit Finley ring skirting spot, which I kind of like, you yep. know, where he jumps to the outside, gets the ring skirting, pulls it back. Um, Del Rio throws a fan's beer at Fleisch, both bells over the barriers, and proceeds to wrestle through a crowd of children, which is pretty entertaining to see. Uh, Fleisch encourages the crowd to chant C, and you're like, hang on, that's not your fucking gimmick, <laughs> that's the other guy. That's right, Del Rio was told to f- attack people's beers so they had to go and buy more money so they got their deposit back uh, at the bar. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> working the crowd, I like it. So back in the ring and it's a bit sloppy but they get the job done. Uh, you can tell these both dudes are experienced enough to pull out a match but yeah. it's fucking crap. They're phoning it in. Yeah, Del Rio kind of targets the arm, Fleisch does high spots here and there. Then Del Rio almost kills Jody Fleisch. <laughs> um, they're both up top. Uh, they're meant to be a flip over cutter. So Fleisch has got his back to Del Rio. Del Rio is on the buckle. Uh, they pull him over. So he's going to do a whole backflip. And he's going to fall down into the cutter nice and safe. But what actually happens is the angle is completely wrong. He dumps Jody right on top of his fucking head. A uh, piece of shit. Um, and yeah, it's just a t- terrible. Terrifying. Second time someone's been dropped directly on their fucking head off the top rope. It's this stage where I thought to myself, Del Rio really isn't working. He's still wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> Literally, next note, Del Rio has been wearing a t-shirt the whole fucking time. Is it that cold or he doesn't give a fuck trying to sell t-shirts? Probably too many like lines showing But it's like injections some in there. faux football shirt or something. Oh, yeah. It says Patron on it, which I'm pretty sure is like a sponsor, like a petrol company or something. Either that or he's, he's trying to go for like football shirt merch. Maybe. I, I don't know, man. I've never you, seen one outside of him wearing you it. You wait till your next birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. I want it. If anyone would like to send Rich an Alberto El Patron t-shirt, <laughs> send us a DM, we'll give you our contact details. Make sure it's the worst one ever. Um, Dario does his shitty version of Loki's Warrior's Way double stomp thing for the one, two, three, and the winner is Alberto of the River, who is the boss, <laughs> which I translated from his two names. <laughs> what I'm really happy with as well, that he started working the arm and then didn't bother finishing with the armbar. Yep, not even close to the armbar. Yep. Use the double stomp instead because you know high spots go over with kids. Yeah, I have nothing else to say from this other than what happened next. <laughs> so, because I thought it was shit, and then trash, absolute trash. And right. then I go. thought, could it get better? <laughs> so both guys look a bit pissed off and a bit tired at the end of the match. Like there's a few spots that weren't meant to go the way they were meant to go. Dropping him on his head. <laughs> Del Rio grabs the mic again. Is it because you still owe me twenty five thousand? What? Is he talking to the promoter? (laughs) I think he's talking about the number of fans who he's supposed to wrestle in front of in this run. Del Rio punks out Linsky at ringside. Um, Del Rio is still fucking talking on the microphone. This match is over. Get to the fucking back, lads. Del Rio puts over that he prefers to wrestle in front of 180 people than spend time with his kids. (laughs) Fuck me. I mean... We're all there. (laughs) (laughs) Del Rio is still fucking talking. We are the real pro wrestlers. They they, um, do the Oscars on him. They start playing his music while he's still talking to get him off the fucking stage. Um, But he gives no fucks. And even with the music playing, he is still fucking talking. This is what cocaine does to people, man. It's a hell of a drug. It's a lesson to all young athletes. Get your shit in. 
Yeah, fucking hey man finish your match grab a microphone don't stop talking till they force you out the ring wait to lurk Ugh. gotta get yourself over kid what's the bullshit about 25 grand he's going on with Linsky at ringside no idea a, a bet maybe is he thinking like what I'll do is I'll pretend that we made a bet and that'll be a funny storyline the crowd will love this and that stage Linsky goes I'm not Snitsky mate I've never <laughs> met you I'm just a bald big guy oh fucking thing is so weird so, oh, great, we cut to another fucking holding screen advert break with the same fucking music. I've just written fucking many capitals at this point. Um, then we cut back, right? So every time they cut back to uh, the, the main titles or whatever, they've got the VT lined up to play the intros that we cut into the live show. And so every time we cut back, there's like a 10 to 15 seconds of Zach Gibson in black and white just standing there <laughs> like... <laughs> and you're like you didn't think to cut this bit this bit as well like you're fucking morons so um they show Zach Gibson shouting at my pal SoCal Val what a prick um then we cut to Lambert and Hendry at ringside and it seems very dark behind them suddenly <laughs> did you catch this bit someone basically again they hadn't put another 50p in the electric so you've got to remember that all the seats even the empty ones are all lit up so when they cut back to them at ringside and it's suddenly it's very dark behind them we're like was this recorded post event by any chance? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Could they have made? They would have just shot it with empty seats behind them lit up, and no one would have been the wiser. Nah, th- this this was definitely live. <coughs> Fuck me. Um. So, oh my fucking god, Linsky is the Linsky is in the ring, and it's now time for the modcast. I'm not reviewing Flash Morgan Webster's shitty podcast because he doesn't review ours. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I. I as soon as I saw this as another modcast, I remembered and I thought myself. <laughs> was this a segment? Yeah. So we'd come out and wrestle on the pre-show and then come and do a fucking modcast. It's not even the name of his podcast. His name of his podcast is Wrestling Friends. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm upset that you know the name of his podcast. You're not You're not telling the company line, mate. I look at my competition, mate. <laughs> Why would anyone listen to that shit when we exist? Do you know what I mean? Like, really? <laughs> anyway, so the interview, the interview podcast is dead. Listen to my ESPN interview this weekend. It's great. <laughs> we'll never get... You're, I'm never, I wasn't invited, but you're never getting invited to ESPN ever again. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Uh, they said I did a good job, actually. Do you want me to put, add the quote? Let's see. What did they say about me? The, guy, the producer guy, Dan, emailed me back afterwards. Because the good thing about this I is... I bought us talk about Five Star now. <laughs> fuck it. Let's just talk about other stuff. <laughs> Go on. No, I was going to say, the good thing about it is that it's been so dire that we've now taken you who refuses to shill and feels uncomfortable, Phil, <laughs> that the only way to save this episode <laughs> of the podcast is to put yourself over. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, thanks, Rich. Sorry about Jamie's cruel joke. You were terrific. And I'm like, hey! By the way, the cruel joke, which I will spoil oh, no, no, now. No, 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 no. Save the cruel joke for the, the, their podcast. We can't give away your... I mean, you're okay. only on for 10 minutes you've already given away fuck, right, like right, seven minutes right, of right. it i won't be an absolute prick then fair enough okay back to our notes let's talk about flash morgan webster's fucking podcast no um he interviewed zach gibson zach, Gib- zach gibson basically bought out a belt and that is all we're going to talk about <laughs> the fucking podcast <laughs> i love it yeah absolutely he bought out the real world I mean, title the best part about this whole thing is when gibson comes out he grabs the mic and he goes get on with it <laughs> my sentiments exactly yeah it's like i think gibson's meant to be the heel here gibson but he starts the- but he starts to shit on the overrated american names and i'm like i fucking agree mate but he's done that throughout oh that's nice. the thing so obviously he wants a title shot so so far he was denied a title shot against um morrison he was desi- des- uh, denied a shot against hager right swagger yeah um and- uh- <laughs> uh, and basically every single time they had their little faction as well where they went against the the imports yeah so that's his thing he hates right. the international talent 
<laughs> that's not the main event at least you know There's some mm. sort of storytelling to it anyway um blah 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 they bring out this belt which is the real five-star championship if they'd video distorted it i would have been more on board absolutely man um that's blatantly the kind of thing they're going for at this point but you would have thought as your promotion's on its way out it's on its last legs this is the last ever show you fucking do you wouldn't pay for the new belt you know it looks distinctly like the main title so i think they just went this is the real one <laughs> just, type, just scratched in real put a bit of gaffer tape over yeah. it real <laughs> swag was like i'm not coming back to this jazz over again oh uh, so as they're talking gibson puts himself over webster webster looks gormless you know his normal resting face <laughs> <laughs> and rah, it's scpw zone eddie ryan Yay! lion mask spartan cloak thing uh i mean eddie's promo at least he's got a fucking gimmick yeah for sure and looks like a wrestler put some effort into it yeah. he's a big jacked up lad you know yeah absolutely so eddie's promo is a bit yeah you know it's a bit Tricky, generic yeah. yeah there's not much to work with really let's be honest uh gibson just goes boring <laughs> <in the microphone. laughs> you're like oh you douche uh who on earth gave you a microphone and eddie responds by going shut up shut up shut up and i'm like oh this is not going how i would like it to uh, Webster keeps sticking his nose in, uh, fondling the lion mask over and over. Just stop talking. Fucking wrestle already. Um, but for some reason, Gibson goes to the back as Eddie is still talking in the ring. And we cut to another fucking advert break. Excellent. Yep, great. Yeah, you fucking cunt. Uh, every time they cut to the back, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to skip over all this bullshit. So I was praying at this point, oh, is that the end of the show? They're not actually going to have the match. Like, oh, no. Uh, we cut back to here's Joey Axel. Well, Joey Axel, what can we say about Joey Axel other than releasing videos of his ex-girlfriend on the internet? Oh, did he? Hmm. Interesting. Did not know that. We all know who Joe... This is the Tony Storm videos. Oh, is he the cunt? So he's a scumbag. Good stuff. Uh, I'm just going to throw the word allegedly there, just in case. <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> You're a prick. <laughs> Allegedly. So, um, no, a fucking, you're a prick. <laughs> he has a fucking bleached blonde mullet faux hawk Mohican thing. Uh, this hair. Holy fucking shit, man. You put some effort in at least. He's a prick. Okay, we'll just go with that. Fair enough. Out comes BT Gun. Something about them being contenders to Matt Riddle's championship tap or snap title. Oh, now we're on to something important. The tap or snap championship. The submission only title. I could get what? behind that one, maybe. One by Haskins. Okay. Defend it a few times, then one by Matt Riddle, and we never saw him again. Or the belt. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's probably still got it? Oh, uh, wouldn't surprise me. I'm, so I'm just saying, right, if any of the pro wrestlers that are on this show happen to Google this and come across this pod and hear this moment right now, if you own a five-star championship wrestling belt, I will buy it from you. I guarantee I'll pay you a decent amount of money to buy that championship from you. I want a fucking five-star belt. Well, the only three, sorry, the only four people, because, you know, Max has probably still never found his tag belt. Yeah, I'm sure. Means that you've got to speak to Swagger. Has Swagger got the big belt the, or whatever? The, the big gold belt. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> you've got to speak to Riddle okay, for the tap or snap. Tap, tap. You've got to speak to Max Dead and Sterling for the tag. Okay. Eddie Ryan. Eddie Ryan. Oh, we've got a link to Eddie Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not even the real belt, so maybe he won't care about it. Hang on. It's the real. Oh, it is the, it's the real, real wrestling type. <laughs> the irony of calling <laughs> yeah. your fake belt the real one. Oh, it's like the real IRA, considering where they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's bad timing. I mean, the bad Freudian stick with the iris versus other just... earlier. Now you've mentioned the Yeah, this pod's getting... I don't think we can get an episode 31. Demonetized. <laughs> right. 
So um, Axel hooks it in a stretch muffler, grabs the mic and heads to the back because that's what you do with a microphone. You pick it up and then walk to the back and don't say fucking anything, you fucking prick. I suppose of Ronda Rousey who did a mic drop and kept fucking picking up the mic this week on Raw. Did she? Okay, good stuff. I've got to... All right. Fair enough. That's not how mic drops work. Fucking clown. Anyway, another fucking holding screen ad break. Same music. Did they not think to cut this shit? Um, Cut back to the arena and BT Gun is being helped to the back still. At least a bit of selling. Like that. Uh, At this stage, Joey Axel had posted the videos of BT Gun on the internet. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, So Lambert and Hendry announced that Ryan and Gibson are going to wrestle for the new real five-star strap. Uh, right now, blah blah blah. So the next, last up, our main event of the evening. Let's get through this fucking show. There, there is a reason why Eddie Ryan's <laughs> in this match. Genuinely, okay, so, go on. So obviously, Zach Gibson's not been given his chance because he's been uh, put out by all these Yanks and all the American imports getting yeah, a chance. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Eddie Ryan has been fighting Swagger for the main belt, and Swagger has cheated. So Eddie Ryan is still technically the number one contender for the real belt. <laughs> Look at me care. So. Uh- <laughs> We jump into Eddie Ryan versus Zach Gibson. Uh, Eddie Ryan has an entrance video and entrance music. Holy fucking shit. It only took three and a bit hours to get to someone with their own entrance music and entrance. Like, again, the importance of entrance music and your entrance as a character. Yep. And this is the only dude they give a fucking shit about. And know? rightly so. <laughs> based, based on what we've had Gibson? on the card. Gibson? Ah, well, the problem with Gibson is that this uh, days before this final show he'd signed with WWE. So he doesn't deserve an entrance video. Well, no, because Zach Zach Gibson was the only good thing about Five Star. Yeah. And then WWE did this going, yoink. Oh, rightly so. Like, he's he's one of the best workers for years. Yeah. We see him in progress. We're like, he should have been top heel in progress for, what, three, four years? Can you imagine him against Sexsmith if they'd not fucked up Sexsmith as a proper feud? That would be amazing. It would have been a great... But they can't book a face. Let's carry on. So, um... Gibson gets booed a bit. See you at Ali Pally. <laughs> <laughs> the match is okay. No, neither guy willing to kill themselves. Understandably, yep. there's fuck all people in the crowd. I don't think anyone's really watching this, no. apart from us. Um, Gibson is a great heel. Eddie Ryan is a sympathetic face. Uh, Gibson works the arm. Ryan is a fun little comeback. Um, show has been so bad. No matter how good this match could potentially be, I just don't give a fuck. Like I'm really yeah. struggling to get any sort of emotional investment whatsoever. This is the first... I mean, I know we've I saw we've watched some dire pods before, and I, at least Rinka King was only an hour, yeah. and that was awful. Include- that was funny. Yeah. This Inclu- is just shit. <laughs> this, this is the sort of thing, like, if you see an Anne shit herself, you'd be like, oh, dear. <laughs> you compared a wrestling show to seeing a Nan shit themselves. Yes. <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> Fuck was, it, let's go. That's it. done. End of pod. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna call it an embarrassment, but like, fucking no. hell, that's so much. Because it's not even funny. Oh if like, if, like a, if one of your drunk friends shits themselves, it's hilarious. But if your nan shits herself, you'd be like, oh, oh dear man. And that's what this wrestling <laughs> show is. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh my god! So um, I don't know how I'm going to finish this now, but I needed to save the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ticket to ride by Gibson, super kick by Eddie, both lads down. Ticket to ride out of the corner by Gibson, helter skelter by Gibson. Eddie kicks out at two. They're doing the full kick out of every fucking big spot. Lambert makes uh, Beatles puns on commentary. Double clothesline, both lads down again. They fight to their feet. Super kick, air raid crash by Eddie Ryan. Does he have a name for it? Nope. Air raid crash by Eddie Ryan. For the one, two, three, Eddie looks shocked. And new, unofficial, not sanctioned, real champion for five-star wrestling. Real championship on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Eddie Ryan. Uh, out come the shitty heels that only had one tag strapped earlier to beat down Gibson. For fuck's sake, end this already. Why are we doing this? Um, he'll... 
Heel tag, now beat down Gibson as well because logic. Uh, and Naka from the crowd jumps over the barrier. Isn't it that lad from TNA, Bram or Bram. something? Making yeah. his debut on their last show. Good job, mate. Well, Bram, Bram again, <coughs> for a bit of context to those who haven't gone back for and watched the five star, oh, Bram no, had been teased oh. in the background. So they'd always shown pictures of behind him. He's coming. Who's this guy? And then throughout the conference, you've probably seen, like, you had the outside shot in the snow. Oh, and Joe Holmes was like, who's that? He's here. There was an outside shot? Yeah, I think you probably missed it during one of the advert breaks. Oh, good stuff. Missed that completely. Anyway, um, the commentators don't seem to know who he is. <laughs> who is this like, guy? Yeah, very much. Uh, maybe they're putting it over like that, you know. Um, he flips off the camera and blah, we're out of here. Thank fuck. This show. Oh, yeah, they cut to the fucking holding screen with the same shitty music at the end just to finish off the show. Just to make me really fucking angry by the end of it. That's right, guys. Next week, we're in Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> or are we? <laughs> Go on. So I think we can honestly say the legacy of five-star wrestling in both its upstarts <laughs> is pointless. <laughs> legacy. Oh, they God. fucked up. They fucked off a lot of people. They didn't. They cost a lot of the boys a lot of money. They did not showcase female talent in any way, shape, or form in the entire run of this program, outside of having SoCal Val on there. Hi Val, yeah. how you doing? Who they gave like a whole minute to, maybe thirty seconds. She asked one question, I think, and that was it. Yeah, like great utilization of your talent. You know, well done. Yeah, yeah, great use of the female, the great female talent in the UK scene by just getting your imports in again. Yeah. Especially imports who don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Ray can't be bothered because he's got a family <laughs> emergency. Of them didn't wrestle on this show. Yeah, Colito and Masters flew in to do a promo of a couple <sighs> of Scottish boys. Why didn't they just put him in a match? They should have done. Well, just just do fucking Big Grizz against Colito. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Colito, little dude, Big Grizz chasing him around the ring. You know, do Chris Masters versus Eddie Ryan. Mirror match. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm like, I can book this shit. Give me these guys in, in a wrestling ring. In front of a hundred people, I will give you a million times better wrestling show. Do you want a better venue? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, mate. I would never run this venue is the problem. I would have better ring entrances on my fucking laptop and just put it at the top of the entrance ramp. (laughs) That's the (laughs) shit that they had. A hundred and eighty, eighty, it's fifty, hundred and fifty people in an eleven thousand seat arena It's people who came to watch my last comedy show. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean... Here's my notes to finish off. I was so fucking... I'm calmed down now because I've got it out of my system with this pod. I love podcasting. It's like psychotherapy. It's fucking brilliant. Minus five stars. Cornflakes. The worst show I have ever seen. (laughs) Thank fuck this company died. A disgrace to professional wrestling. Sums it up. When Five Star got announced a TV deal, I sent the guy an email and said, I do commentary, I'd be interested in working with you. And he never replied to me, so that's why his company went under. <laughs> the thing the thing is, right, that yes, this was bad. Yes, there was some More people have watched my commentary on OWE on a new subscription yeah, channel. They watched the entire combination of fucking Five Star and the entire run. Fucking A, man. Um, my dad, right, isn't a professional wrestling fan. I've taken him to one show that was an FWA show when they came back the second time. Before you do that, Go on. very quickly, have you seen that loads of old FWA footage has now been like uploaded to YouTube? I haven't, no. It's amazing. Okay, Check, we'll I'll that. send you some links. Um, it's like matches or parts of shows. Oh my God, okay. I love the FWA. Uh, I'm, I love parts of it. Um, There's one person oh, in the FWA I don't like. <laughs> well, yeah. The owner? Yeah. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, my dad is not a professional wrestling fan in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't really get it, right? He loves theatrics. He's a big movie buff, big t- TV buff, like gets it. We have conversations about this stuff all the time. He's got a really good critical eye. 
took him to an FWA show. I was ashamed of how bad it was. But there was some good stuff there. You know what I mean? It was like we had Johnny Storm, Jody Fleisch doing stuff that was okay. Yeah. There were some good matches on there. There was an Andy Boy Simmons match. I was just like, oh, don't watch this, Dan. <laughs> like, you know, just go somewhere else. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> there's a few moments like that, you know. But I was like, I'll take him to a show. I'll get him to him. But like, I've, I've never quite... But he's... He was very polite and very like, oh, yeah, I had a lovely time. Like, there was this good bit. It's like, oh, I once acted in this place. And I was like, oh, really? No way. Like, Broxbourne Civic Hall. Yeah. Like, he, re- he once acted there or whatever. Um, back in the day, did some acting. This is the kind of show, this five-star show, that people like my dad might see and think I'm fucking... <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Not the smartest person in the world. This is the kind of show that I'm... Dis- disgusted by ashamed by that someone would see this and think this is what we enjoy yeah i think any lasting impact of five star wrestling is is a joke promotion without meaning to be a joke in ring guys didn't want it booking terrible commentary average at best yeah and that's no fault of theirs it's just two guys around together no chemistry and also you can't (laughs) make to quote brock lesnar you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit (laughs) on that note what's your rating I, i didn't bother Minus five cornflakes is what you should be saying. I hate sugar puffs. Five, <coughs> negative five, shitty sugar puffs. This was awful. And, you know, sometimes when we watch some of these shows back and we've gone, it's been bad, but at least there's some good points in this show. Yeah, the, like the six hours of Triple Mania was terrible, but it was hilarious. There was Watching Aerostars jump off the roof. Exactly. And, we, and murder clown catch him. Yeah. And therefore having a joke for the other 30 podcasts we've yeah. done. You know what I mean? I'm really going to manage to get in today. <laughs> Absolutely. God bless you, murder clown. We still need merchandise, mate. Put yeah. some fucking merch out there. We'll buy it all. Okay? Hashtag get murder clown merch. <laughs> Please. A mask, a t-shirt, anything, man. We want some murder clown merch. But this is embarrassing for wrestling fair play to everyone who went and, and also fair play to the guys who went and tried to get to Belfast yeah and I'm just burying this promotion while you do this don't worry, carry yeah. on I can quite honestly say we will never be watching another five star wrestling show on this podcast because if we do I will not be on the next week's episode of the podcast it's so bad I kind of enjoyed it <laughs> no I didn't I hated it I'm lying I'm trying to be positive absolute dross I hated absolutely everything about it fuck this company Fuck everything about it. Just no, no thank you. But when they come back next year in Aberdeen, we'll be there. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? No, it's awful and I feel really miserable. So, next week, uh, we were talking about doing CMLL. We've got a show prepped, right? But, after watching this bollocks and wasting my goddamn fucking time, okay? Three and a half hours of my life this fucking took. That's not including pausing it and writing notes, remember? So it's more like five hours that I spent wasting my fucking time on this bullshit. You're welcome, by the way. Uh, it was worth it for the pod. Don't worry. <laughs> it was absolutely worth it for the pod. Um, I really want to watch New Japan. And they've just finished the New Japan Cup. Well, I was going to say to you about this. And we'll do it on the pod because we're recording it now. Yeah, yeah. I think if we're we... Live. Sh- because next week we are showing the live bonus edition, the second ever Super Quiz Cup. It's not live. It's recorded. But yeah, carry on. Tapes don't delay. <laughs> yeah. Like SummerSlam 92 was. Super Quiz Cup 2 in your faces soon. I feel that if we do a podcast, a live podcast on the same day as Super Quiz Cup being released, no one's going to watch one or the other. But that's the point. It's a bonus pod. No. I want people to watch it. I want this to be on so main you don't want to do a pod next week? I want to do a pod, but we need to put it in the... We'll need to tape... We'll need to SummerSlam 92 it and put it in for a later date. Mm, I don't know. I think we can do both. I don't think people will watch both. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about people. <laughs> 
Hi, ESPN. <laughs> Buy our merch on Amazon. <laughs> Let's talk about it later. Anyway, so next week we'll probably be doing a show. At the very least, we'll have the Super Quiz Cup 2 out for you. Uh, I'm really, really happy with how it's come out. Two and a half hours. What can I be described as? A great way to make sure no other wrestlers get booked anywhere else, based on some of the stories they tell. <laughs> so, um, just to clarify, people that don't know, uh, for every like major, major show across professional wrestling, we do something called the Super Quiz Cup, which is where we get a whole bunch of people, usually uh, three teams, each of two people, so six people and me hosting, or it will be you hosting in the future if you proceed to lose or whatever it may be. I'll try not to spoil it there. Um, and we basically we do a game show, essentially what it breaks down to. So we have the original Super Quiz Cut 1, which is on the podcast archive, so go watch that. Uh, but well, this, listen to that because it's just audio. Indeed, listen to it. Yeah, it's on YouTube as well, so you can listen to it there. Um, and it came out really funny and really good. Really and good really, show. Really one good of our laugh. most listened to episodes as well. Um, but this time, uh, we're doing one for WrestleMania. That was obviously for Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's. This is for WrestleMania. We've gone full WrestleMania 2 production level. And so it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, and... Um, we're going to be doing another one for another big show later in the year as well. So these are like our big kind of WrestleMania-esque kind of level podcasts or whatever. So make sure you check it out. Lots of involvement, lots of hilarity. I'm going to make a punt for this as well. Go ahead. So watch Super Quiz Cup 2. If you enjoy it, tweet other wrestlers who you want to see on the Super Quiz Cup. Yeah, that could be fun. We've had a few names inquire. We have. She might be looking at in the future. So it'd be good to have some other pro wrestlers you know, opposite each other, maybe. Yeah. So if you want to see your favorite independent wrestler, who will be cheap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, hi, Sugar Duncan. Do you want to come on our Ooh, Super Quiz that's Cup? That's the point. Yeah, he messaged, said he wanted to come on the pod. Yeah, so we'll get Sugar D oh, on at some point. And they're recorded, so it'll be more mm. convenient for him. Okay, yeah. if he's in the country, we'll see. Um, but yeah, let us know who you want to see on the next Super Quiz Cup, but make sure you watch the one. It drops on this coming Wednesday, Wednesday the 3rd of April. That's the one. Um, two and a half hours of, I'd say, hilarity. Yeah. Me and Mr. Wicked try and defend our title against team of Smart Mike Blake and Silas Roth and former SCPW champion Will Power oh. and newly crowned Hustle and Heart champion One Juan Dan. Congratulations, buddy. Well earned. So, yeah, it's all right. So, uh, we'll probably be back next week. I guess we're saying at this point, we'll have this argument off air. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye. Fuck off, five star.